Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's been a while. Welcome uh, to Shucking Sports. It, it's, it's been a month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Life got busy. A lot of, yeah, busy. I, yeah, a lot's changed since the last time we talked. Um, I am moving to Duluth. Got a job up there with uh, KBJR TV as a producer. So that's exciting. Moving out of Des Moines next week. Getting out uh, of Iowa. <laughs> out of Iowa, yeah. Uh, <laughs> exciting stuff. <laughs> but uh, just sports wise, it's been it's been a month. Also, last time we uh, talked to you, there was still like ten games left of the Twins regular season. <laughs> and it was right before the Vikings started. Yeah. <laughs> and now, uh, it's been a wild ride from Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's start off with uh. The Twins. Uh, what a disappointment. I know. We go in, have the two seed, our, win the division on a crazy ending to our season, and then we get a, we get the matchup we probably would have wanted against the Astros. Oh. They haven't been hitting well at all this year. Right. They first team in playoff history to go into the postseason with a losing record. They won. They won four. They won. They won four games against teams above 500 all year. Yeah, and they the Twins had never lost two home games in a row all this year. Season. And, yeah, the Astros <laughs> were horrible on the road all year. And what do you what do you know? We extend our playoff losing streak 18. to 18 games. 18 straight. And we lose to the Astros. We got so really, We only put up two runs. <laughs> yeah. But we could not, I, we left so many runners in scoring position. Yeah, and I'm not like I'm very disappointed by the outcome of this this season. Um, we had such high expectations, mm-hmm. and we have so much talent, and we were very injury prone this year. I mean, we dealt with a lot of injuries, which I'm not like, I'm not giving excuses because we should have won this game. We should have won this. We were the better team. But also, I mean, the Astros have looked very good in the playoffs. Um, They just beat the A's today and advanced to the American League Championship Series. Yeah, they won three the series three one against the A's. Yeah, against a, a very a very good A's team. I saw this. They scored. Let me see if I can find this. I here the Astros, Astros eleven to six tonight. Right, the Astros offense versus the A's this season. In the regular season, they played each they played each other ten times, and the Astros scored twenty five runs in those ten games. In the four games they played in the playoffs just now, they scored 31 runs. (laughs) So I don't know. And they have a ton of uh, playoff experience. I mean, cheating Mm -hmm. or not, they they cheated in the playoffs, but they have a ton. Their players, their team has been in the playoffs a lot, Mm -hmm. this this squad. So, I mean, I think that that helps, but I just hate seeing them win. And it's gonna suck if the Yankees advance. And it's a Yankee. Who are you cheering for next? Next in the championship series, if the Yankees and the Astros play each other, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would you cheer for? Uh, I would. 
Oh my gosh. The National League. That's that's the worst <laughs> outcome that could have I could have ever dreamed up. I'm hoping the Rays can just win it tonight and end the Yankees. Are, they're up two one, um, right? Yeah, they're up two one in the fifth right now. Yeah, I, but they're up. Are they up? Yeah, they're up two one in the series also. Yeah, the Yankees are up two one right now in the game. Yeah. Yep. I'm. If it's Astros Yankees, I'm going Yankees. I cannot. Oh, I I, cannot I gotta. I gotta go the Astros. I cannot stand the A the, the Yankees. I would rather have the Astros win. And See, then I'm, I'm in the position where I think the Astros shouldn't have been eligible for the postseason. I mean, I, I completely agree. I I agree, agree with that. But if it's the Astros or the Yankees, I'm going I'm going to Astros. <laughs> yeah, if it's but Astros also, or Yankees, I'm just not watching the series and I'm I'm just I'm just out. cheering for the National League <laughs> at this point. Yeah. <laughs> The Braves uh, swept the series against the Marlins tonight. Yeah, that's not surprising. The Marlins aren't that great of a team. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised they made it past the Cubs. The Cubs just played awful. Yeah. Um, I really want to see that. I think that, well, the Padres and Dodgers series is fun right now. Even though the Dodgers are up 2-0. I know, but they, they, they're two, they've been two really good games. And I, I, I would really, I really want the Padres to win, but I don't think that's going to happen now. I don't see them winning three straight games, but yeah, it's the Astros or the Padres are a really fun team to watch. Yeah, they're they're the most fun team to watch all year. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. but let's go back to the Twins because that's who that's what we want to talk about right now. Um, we just, I mean, we just. We just shit the bed. <laughs> so let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I was so sad. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. We uh, it was just bad. We didn't have we didn't have Buxton in the series until he well, got yeah, we did. off to. We huh? he started game one. Oh yeah, you're right. But then he didn't play the next game. Yeah, and and he, he got picked off, and that was a worst. Oh, that was the worst base running play I've ever seen. Yeah, that was and, bad. And with for our best base runner, arguably. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and just, we didn't have Donaldson in the hole. Which yeah, that hurts because Donaldson was a huge part of our team, and really we would have saved so many runs if Donaldson was out there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Gonzalez had what two, two or three errors in the two, two games. Errors in the two games. Well, and let's talk. Let's talk about Polanco's error. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, we, the ball, not even. And that that's what lost us that game. That's what that's what lost us. We would have been out of the inning. We would have not given up three runs that inning. I mean, yeah. that was just awful. There's no excuses for that. And the thing is, he had, he was one of our best defensive players all year. He had a really good defensive season. And yeah. then in the the time it mattered the most, nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it, that was. I it don't was know. a series of bad defensive plays that and no hitting. And we could not hit the ball. Our our starting pitching was brilliant. <laughs> we could yeah. not have we could not have asked for a better start from Kenta Maeda and Jose Barrios. I no. mean, they both of them pitched so well. And we the thing have is, out Barrios either as early as we did in that game. Right, I I agree. After seventy five pitches, why why pull him? Yes, yeah, seventy five pitches. Made, he only gave up one run, and it wasn't even in his five ball. innings. <laughs> made no sense, and. The thing is, like going into the season, we starting pitching was like what what our biggest question mark was, and by the end of the year, oh, yeah. I mean, look, going into next year, 
that's the thing I'm going to trust the most. <laughs> I mean, yeah. especially if we go out and get a big arm, which I think that we 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 should try to go out and get another top starting pitcher because that won't. I mean, that doesn't hurt. You look at the teams that have done well in the playoffs. I mean, for the most part, they all have very good starting pitching. Yeah, it's just a crazy shift from last year. We lost last year because we had no depth in pitching, and our hitting was off the charts insane. And this year, we're going in, we got a bunch of new pitchers. We were excited because our offense was going to – we were hoping it would stay good. We got Donaldson, Mitch Garver was coming back. Then Mitch Garver didn't play at all. (laughs) When he did play, he didn't play well. Right. Um, Donaldson got injured for a lot of the season. Buxton was in and out. Our offense just had a really not great year. We were carried by our pitching all year. Oh, yeah, for sure. It showed so, in the playoffs. <laughs> right. Okay, so when we look we when we look ahead into next year, let's let's do a little uh looking ahead. Our we have a lot of free agents. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Jake Odorizzi, Rich Hill, Trevor May, Tyler Clippard, Sergio Romo are all free agents this year. Plus, um, <laughs> plus Marwin Gonzalez, Adrianza. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I mean, like, oh, Nelson Cruz, um, Alex Avila. So we have a, a huge chunk of our team are going into free are going to be free agents or are I guess now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you look at that, and do, do you think that we should? What are your thoughts on resigning Cruz? Um, I mean, I think it's worth it. I okay, so he's so he, old, and he's only got like one, one or two seasons left, maybe. Yeah. So he he wants a multi-year deal. So we signed mm-hmm. him to a two. Yeah, we signed him to a two-year deal. He. Why? I mean, he's going to get paid because he's still hitting the ball well. I mean, yeah, he was the reason we probably made the postseason this year. He was the only one hitting well all year. Right. And so – and now we have a universal DH. So there's 29 other teams looking for a DH basically. Yeah. Yep. So if – I mean, I don't want to overpay for a 41-year-old DH, you know? And as much as I like Cruz, I love Cruz. I hope that we re-sign him. But I don't know if I would be willing to pay him way more than we should. The thing is, if we don't keep Cruz, we're probably putting Sano in that DH spot. And Which, is that a bad thing? I don't think it's the best option. He didn't play. He struck out more times than he hit the ball this year. Well, yeah, but he also, I mean, yeah, I know. He goes, I just he goes, like, one for, he goes like one for nine, and then he ends he's, up. He's going to end up as a DH. He's going to end up as a DH eventually. It's just how fast that happens. Yeah. And and we have, we have like, Alex Kriloff. He could come up and play. He, he, I mean, he played well in his game. In the playoffs, he has, yeah, he has a great future. His debut in the postseason, right. and so like, hard he can, every he can time. play first base. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but also I want to resign. I, I don't know if right now is the right time to move Sano to the DH spot. So it's a tough situation. 
Uh, okay, so maybe he would play I, better if he just hit instead of played first base too. <laughs> that is, that is true. You don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, that I have no idea about that, but that could happen. Um, I hope that we re-sign Trevor May. Oh yeah, he's one of our most solid pitchers. Like he, I think that if we re-sign him, he could be our closer for a lot of years. Oh yeah, he's very solid. Like every time he comes into the game, you don't think he's gonna like give up a run ever. Yeah, he 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 pitched really well this year, and I don't think that Trevor or not T- Trevor uh, Taylor Rogers is the answer at closer. No, he um, didn't do super well this year. No, Sergio Romo played horrible. I, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily want to re-sign Romo. I'm kind of I'm kind he kind of, of caused a lot of. A lot of trouble, and then didn't play super well when it counted when he needed it. Right, he pitched really well at the beginning of the year. Oh and yeah. Then at the end of the season and in the playoffs, he did not pitch well at all. And he, you're right, he caused a lot of unnecessary drama. Which I mean, that fire can be good sometimes. Like that can be a good thing to have. But yeah. I, I, it was, it was in. He had a couple moments where I was like, okay, that was good. That was a good time to show that that energy, right? But yeah, then sure. he had other times where I was like, okay, that was really unnecessary. You don't need to do that right now. Like it it kind of I mean it, it looked really bad, you know? Yeah. So I I'm I'm perfectly with okay with with moving on from Sergio. Yeah. Um, I'm not tied to him at all. <laughs> right. I I don't think that we re-sign Adrianza. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we moved on from Marwin Gonzalez, but also I don't think that. I mean, he didn't play particularly well this year. He wasn't bad. He had his moments, but he wasn't great. Yeah. So I. I don't know. I wouldn't mind bringing him back. Gonzalez? But, yeah. But also, I don't. I wouldn't be mad if we let him go. The thing about – okay, so I think that we have a problem with Josh Donaldson's calves. And, yeah. Because, I mean, he was out a ch- good chunk of the year. And yeah. when it mattered because of yeah. that. So I think, I think it would be really smart to find a good, a solid – backup third baseman slash utility person. And that's better than Marvin Gonzalez. I don't know exactly who that would be, but I think that we need a better backup plan for Josh Donaldson than Marvin Gonzalez. Yeah, we don't. Marvin Gonzalez isn't a good enough utility player to have him just fill up, fill any position. Right. And he's like, he's solid. Like he's fine. But I think that, because I think that this that his Josh or uh, J- J- uh, Donaldson's calves are not gonna go away. Like this issue probably isn't gonna because he's dealt with them for a few years now. Yeah. So I I just think that we need to find someone that is a really solid backup third baseman. Yeah. To, as a backup plan, you know, because we know that this could happen. So I don't know exactly what that is. But we should figure that out. <laughs> I trust. I trust. I trust Falvey and Levine. So, yeah, 
I'm excited that Kirilov came came in on that game. I agree. Now we know that he's probably going to be a starter next year. Yeah, start him in left field. Yeah. Um, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. What do you think is is Eddie Rosario on the Twins at the beginning of next season? Ugh. I don't know. He he has his big ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, when he's when he's up, he's he's good. Yeah, remember you you wanted him gone last year, and then this year you were like, I was wrong, and now I still want him gone. I still now okay you want him gone again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I but I think it's different this year. So that, I mean, he's a very good player. I just yeah. think that we have a we have a lot of outfield depth coming up. I mean, we have Krilov, we have Trevor Larnick. We have um, uh, we have other really good out Brent Rooker who is up this year, mm-hmm. uh, who, who so actually I'm interested. Max Kepler was very average this year. Yeah, he started off the season super well. Yeah, I mean home run on the first pitch of the season, <laughs> yeah, and he had his moments of. Later, going into the playoffs, going into the postseason, he was really key in getting big hits to make sure we won games to win the division. I think that he will be a twin next year. I I would be very surprised if he wasn't. Oh, yeah, he'll be starting right But I I think it's interesting to think about, I mean, like, what we could, I mean, if we could bring someone up to replace him. Because... I don't know. I think that he, I mean he's a very good player, but I would be I would be interested in finding or seeing who else we could play there. I so, think he's still young enough, and he's already playing at a high level. Yeah. Um, I think I would, every single year he's going to keep progressing, and I would I'd give like, I'd like our outfield to be uh, Kirilov, Kepler, and Buxton next year. Yeah, that would be very good. I I do like that. Okay. So, what about Polanco? I don't know. I would I would not be surprised if Polanco is not a twin next year. Yeah, I know. What who do we get was, to play short? Royce Lewis. I guess. I mean, we don't know how he's going to play in the M- MLB. He's been playing really well minor leagues though. I mean, so, yeah, Alex, did you hear that they were saying that Alex Krilov batted like 800 in the like the the makeshift minor league team this year that they played in St. Paul when yeah. they played like games, uh-huh. <laughs> and Royce Lewis I guess wasn't very far behind him. So I think that Royce Lewis is going to be on the team at some point next year. Yeah, and I think that Polanco will be on the team at the start of next year. But I think that it's just a matter of time before they bring up Lewis, and if he plays well to replace Polanco because also Polanco is very average this year. I mean, he, he did not bat very well. He, like I said earlier, he had a, he had a very good defensive season, a lot better than last year, but he did not hit very well at all. Mm -hmm. He only only hit like three or four homers and batted like two thirty, which I think that, I don't know. That's just not going to cut it. No, it's not. (laughs) So, 
And with Royce Lewis coming up, I just think I don't know. I think it's just a matter of time. But yeah, agreed. I don't know. It's it, I. I'm really excited to see what this offseason looks like and what our roster looks like going into opening day of 2021. Because we, ha- I think that I think that they are gonna do a lot of shifting around players because of how they played. At, in the postseason, and I think that I and I, I think that looking at the postseason, it's not a. I mean, it's only two games. I mean, it's, it's the two biggest games of the year, but it's only two games. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a very small sample size mm-hmm. in the biggest two games of the year. And when you look at, you know, it's been like since two thousand six since a, a Twins team has scored more than four runs in a playoff game. That's horrible. <laughs> and so, like that that that's that's awful. And they keep saying they're like, well this team, so like before this this year, they're like this team doesn't know like the the playoff the Twins playoff curse. Like they they were they've only been a part of one playoff team, you know. Mm-hmm. But you look at you look at the you look at it now, and a major a big chunk of this team was a part of this year, obviously, a part of last year, and a part of twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's five games out of eighteen. That's almost half of this playoff streak now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's something just gets in their head. And they just can't. They, I don't know. I don't know. Let's yeah. talk. Let's talk. I uh, uh, yeah. Let's talk about something a little bit more uplifting, right? The Vikings, because they are doing a lot better now. <laughs> the Vikings are incredible. <laughs> um, when when, when tank for Trevor is trending after <laughs> the first game of the season, you know they're gonna have a good year. <laughs> uh, starting off one and three. Not a good look. No. It's I don't so, know. 0-3 to start yeah. Right. I don't I don't know what to make of it, honestly. Um I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I didn't either. And I knew that we weren't gonna be great, you know? But yeah, I didn't think I we were mean, gonna be I thought we'd for sure like maybe I didn't think we were gonna win the division this year, but I thought it, we could have been like a wild card team. Right. Our offense, or not our offense, our, well, our whole team, our offense, yes, and our, but, ne- but mostly our defense. Those first two games just looked awful. I yeah. mean, there was nothing that we were doing that was good. No, Kurt and, could not. He couldn't get it together. <laughs> like, no. how many yards did he throw against the the Colts? Was it very, very small amount? And no touchdowns and a, and a couple interceptions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those. The first two games were awful. He did three interceptions and 113 yards. Yeah. Completed 11 passes all game. Right. Just terrible. Um, the game against the Titans looked a little better. Yeah. Uh, that, and, we then, won that game. <laughs> and then the, the Texans game, we looked very good. Our offense did. Our, our defense played played pretty well, but our, our offense just – I mean, it was lights out almost. 
And you have to remember, that team that we beat is now an 0-4 team. Right, I understand that. Because they were obviously the worst, or the worst of the two unwilling right. teams. <laughs> right. And so, I don't know. But it, I, it was nice to see for a change after the first three weeks. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook we, playing just like that? we need him to. Dalvin Cook? Yeah. He's been playing just like we and, need him to. And Justin Jefferson has looked like a star. I mean, he's been playing so well. Yeah. So that that's was been super really good. Fun to watch. I, was, I was disappointed the first couple games when he didn't really get in at all. And then yeah. the last two games, he just has been lighting it up, setting yeah. what yeah. he got his, like yeah. second franchise history for like yards as a right. rookie since Randy Moss. Yeah, something like that. Like, I'm excited about him. It feels like we didn't lose Stefan Diggs already. Yeah, I agree. I we just hope that he keeps playing like this. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We just need Kirk to find them, get them the ball. Right. right. <laughs> um, side note, I'm watching the, the Bucks and Bears game at the moment. Yeah. And Tyler Johnson, former Gopher, he is playing very well. Yeah, three three catches already. Um, sixty four catches, sixty one yards. Oh, wow. top Brady at the start of the second quarter. Crazy. He's got a first down. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to. I honestly don't know what to expect from this Vikings team. No, it's just weird. I didn't expect. Like they're they're gonna lose to the Seahawks this year or this coming week probably. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the Seahawks defense is ranked like almost last in pass defense, if not last right now. So yeah. I'm hoping we can maybe figure out something offensively with the pass game. Um, but I don't but see also, it. Anyway. On the other side of the ball, Russell Wilson has been playing at an MVP level this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been the best quarterback in the league so far. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah, him. And I, and I don't really trust our secondary. <laughs> no. Um, Mike Hughes is supposed to be back this week, which is good. Mm-hmm. But other than that, Dantzler's been playing well. He got hurt, though. I mean, he's been banged up. I don't know if he's back this week or not. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the – I don't know. The Vikings I don't are know. disappointing this year so far. I just don't know what to expect the rest of the year. I'm kind of like, uh, whatever happens, happens at this point. Yeah, like, it's bad. And I want us to get a QB in the draft, so I hope we don't like turn it around and start playing very well. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't really want to tank. Like I don't think that we should, because there's there's worse teams than us in the league. And even if we do tank, I don't think that we're going to – I don't think we get the number one pick. And But I am a big believer that we should get Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a really good quarterback. We have, <laughs> The Vikings have not had a versatile quarterback right. in a while. Like I, I really want Trey Lance. And I think that if we can get like a top ten pick – like in the six to nine range, 
that we have a good shot of getting him. Yeah, I've seen some things that said Trey Lance is going top five. Um, Des Bryant said he's his favorite player in the draft. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that, yeah. So I, it's going to be – I think we I, need a top five pick to get him potentially. Do you think that we're bad enough for a top five pick? <laughs> I just think, like, I don't – Part of me wants to say I hope not, but part of me wants to say I hope so. Right. I I agree. I just I don't know. I started off so bad. I'm just in a right. place where I don't care how we do this year because we need something different. Right. Back. There's just teams that I think are so bad that like the Jets have looked just completely awful. Um Yeah, like the Jets are 0 and four. And those are one the Tex- two still. The Texans haven't looked good. Texans are 0 and four. Giants are 0-4. Falcons are 0-4. I mean, there's a lot of teams not doing well this year. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. I just don't know. I don't really know what to expect. But I hope that we – I want a top 10 pick, honestly. Yeah. Because I think that we can get a really good talent from a top 10 pick. Even Justin Fields. I don't know. Justin Fields is so good. Yeah. I think he's more dominant than Trey Lance, in my opinion. I um, think that Trey Lance is a more NFL ready quarterback though. Yeah, potentially. He I think they're both super versatile. I think Justin Fields has the better arm. That's maybe true. Yeah. But I don't think either of them are lacking in being able to run the ball either. Right. Which Did is you know that really good. And I think Justin Fields would I don't know. People coming out of North Dakota just already—they just seem to feel NFL ready. Some of the bigger, bigger school players don't feel that way. I mean, that's what people thought about Lamar Jackson too. Like well, that's the thing. Like, there's so many like of those big school guys who are like Heisman candidates, and Fields came in second last year, right? Yep. And that just don't pan out in the NFL. And it's cause like college is a different system. And this is really interesting to me. So I don't know if I told you this the other day or not when we were talking about uh, Dwayne Haskins, but there's only been one big 10 quarterback drafted in the first round since 1995. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Haskins. Mm-hmm. And, but, but then you look at it and you're like, some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL have come out of the Big Ten in that in that time span. I mean, you have Tom Brady and yeah. Drew Brees and uh, who was the other one? Um, I mean, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, um, <I> guess. <laughs> he wasn't a first round pick. Came out of the Big Ten. Uh, there was one other big name that was listed that I was reading about. Um, I can't think of it. Can't either at the moment. But anyway, I don't know. Like these these big name college quarterbacks, just so few of them really pan out in the NFL. You know, and and like that is, I mean, that's like, I think that, I don't know. That's why I'm interested to see what like Trevor Lawrence will do because Trevor Lawrence looks so good at Clemson. And I think that he's a little different than some of the other big name 
quarterbacks that have been drafted high recently. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence seems like Joe Burrow, where right they're just both they're both really solid. There's players that you're like, oh, you're definitely a really good college quarterback. Not right, like, it, like super pan out. Like but, one of the biggest yeah. examples is Tim Tebow. Like arguably, Tim Tebow is the best college quarterback of all time. Oh, hands down. <laughs> but what did he? He didn't do anything in the NFL. I mean, what he won a big. He won a playoff game, game with the Broncos, but other than <laughs> that, he didn't do anything, right? And like Johnny Manziel, a very good college quarterback, and I mean that was a Baker lot. Of, that was a lot of attitude problems with Johnny Manziel, but yeah, yeah Baker Mayfield. Um, so I mean, there's very, very few college quarterbacks that get drafted high that pan out. Yeah. So, the thing is, I, I look at I look at Justin Fields as like a Lamar Jackson. Like, you think that he's? I don't think he's as good as Lamar Jackson, though. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if he's as good as Lamar Jackson. I think he. He just seems I, like he's one of those players that you think is a good would be better at college football than the NFL, but I think yeah. would make a really big impact. Yeah, I think he's one of the sleeping, the dark horses. That's the word. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It's hard because, like, when was the last really good Ohio State quarterback? Yeah, I know. Like, like JT yeah. Barrett looked really good. He didn't do yeah. anything. He didn't do anything um, in the NFL. Um, no. Like uh, Troy Smith back in yeah. the day, nothing mm-hmm. in the NFL. And even now, you see Dwayne Haskins. I mean, and I don't know. That situation is so weird. They He got benched this week after starting the first four games in his second year in the NFL. Uh, got demoted to behind the practice squad quarterback. So. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. There's got to be some. I don't know. The thing I've, I've read, like, a lot about it because it's super, like, it's just so interesting to me because it's so weird. But the thing about it is, like, so Ron Rivera is the, is the coach now, his first year at Washington. And yep. he, this is not the guy he drafted. So, like, yes, he gave, he like got a shot. He gave Haskins a shot and I guess wasn't, wasn't pleased with what he saw. And it's not like his guy. They, they talk about <clears throat> how head coaches have like their guy, you know. Like, you know what I mean by that? Like, that you hear that a lot. Yeah, not Brady and Belichick. Right, and like Haskins wasn't Rivera's guy. He wasn't his picked guy. And so I think that that's part of it too. But it's still so weird that they gave the practice squad quarterback, this no-name dude, uh, snaps in practice over Haskins. So Yeah. I mean, it's not even like he's a bad quarterback. He just has – yeah, he's never had that coach that's believed in him, it seems like, and he's never had the, any sort of team around him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has a few He has a few weapons right now. Yeah, he's got Terry McLaurin, also right. Ohio State. Yeah, and so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I think that, like, like scouting quarterbacks is so hard. 
it's insanely hard. You don't know anything with quarterback. Right. And how they'll pan out in the NFL. It's just, it's yeah, it's crazy. So. Yeah. And, like, when I was watching the Bison game this past week, yeah. I wasn't, like, crazy impressed with Trey Lance. I don't think – I yeah, I don't think that Trey Lance had his best game. But like, they, Yeah, he threw, he threw an interception, which was the first one in his career. Right. <laughs> but, and, like, he just wasn't super impressive. When I saw that he was, like, a top-five draft pick after watching that game, I was really confused. <laughs> right. I mean, but, yeah, I agree. And I think that – it's that it's very hard to judge him by that one game because oh, yeah. it, is, career, it I, is his only game this fall. And he, so I think that, I think that NFL scouts are really going to watch last year's film and not really pay much attention to this game. I mean, obviously they'll probably watch film from this game, but mm-hmm. I don't think that this will be a huge like negative. It's scary, like having him play last year and only one game this year, and then going straight to the NFL. Right, that's a really big gamble too. Yeah, a lot can change in. It's very true. Not having any con- physical contact games a year right. before the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I, know. I mean, <laughs> and we're only what week? This is week five now in the NFL season, and we're already talking about drafting. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most fun thing to talk about with the Vikings it, right now. It is that and Justin Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a disappointing, disappointing end for the Twins. Disappointing start for the Vikings. Um, hey, the Timberwolves have the number one draft pick in next what, year, huh? The Timberwolves have the number one draft pick in what a month? Oh yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, to do with that. <laughs> uh. I'm hoping we can do something good with that. I'm we got Kat, like Cat and D'Lo. Right. Like if we can get something good with that first pick, or like do some sort of trade, we could get a new big three in Minneapolis. Yeah, we could. And that'd it's, be crazy. Yeah. Um, you think the Lakers are gonna win tonight? Do they play tonight? Yeah. They play they, tomorrow. They, well, they play tomorrow. Do you think they're gonna win tomorrow? Finish the series. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I think Jimmy Butler is. I think he's gonna go. I think he's gonna go off in this coming game, and they'll probably win it. But I think the Lakers will win it like four two. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think that. I mean, the Heat went off on Game Three and played really well, and then came back and didn't play well last night or two nights ago. Two nights ago. I yeah. think that the Lakers are going to put him away in Game Five. I think that the Lakers. I, I can totally see that LeBron's LeBron's going after somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that like, I think that the Heat are a good team. I just don't think that they're 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 not at the same level as the Lakers, and I don't think they're even at the same level as like some of the other top Western Conference teams. You know, like 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 nobody Clippers. thought they were going to be. <laughs> Yeah, like the, I don't think they're at the same level as the Clippers, and the, I don't. I know that they lost early in the playoffs, but I I think that that's still true. I don't. I don't even know if they're at the same level as like the Nuggets. Yeah, I just think nobody's had the Heat going this far this year. Right, 
And I think that I think that the Heat is going to be a top free agent destination this coming season or this coming off season. And I think that they will be a very good team going forward. And that they, them, and the the Boston Celtics are going to dominate the East. And there's going to be a lot of good matchups between them the next couple of years. Um, but I just I just don't think that they're at the same level as the Lakers at this moment. Yeah, so. I'm thinking like a Timberwolves final appearance next year, though. Oh yeah, pretty <laughs> <laughs> good. Like get get Devin Booker. Um, That'd be crazy. What if we What if we traded for Paul George? I saw that the other day, and I was like, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm, I'd be very interested in that. Paul George is. He best, didn't play well in the playoffs, but he's like the he, best defensive player in the league. Yeah, I well, yeah, and he I, he never like plays bad offensively. Like he never has a bad offensive. Yeah, a bad offensive game that was like fifteen points. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be interested in that because I think that there's there's some uh, issues brewing in the Clippers locker room between I don't know who, but with Paul George. So yeah. NBA is one big reality tv show it really is <laughs> which is why it makes it so interesting <laughs> it's reality tv for guys <laughs> yeah Alrighty. well thanks for joining us this uh this this week uh we'll be back soon not sure exactly when yet um i'm moving out of des moines next week so next week might be pretty busy for me um but yeah thanks for listening mm-hmm so, We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll see you next time.